Presented by TBR Sports. This is the Booth Review Podcast. Boys, welcome back. Episode 129 of the Booth Review Podcast. Back-to-back pods. Back-to-back pods. And we always like to point out that it's a good week when you get to do back-to-back pods. It's a great week. 128 posted last night. Recorded last night. 129 being recorded today. Posted tonight. Thursday, Thursday night football, which means the Pick'em's back. Pick'em is back. One episode, not a break from Pick'em. We still recorded Pick'em last week. We love week, Pick'em, but, but we love yeah, we, we love Wiffle Ball. We threw too. a little, not a filler episode, yeah, Wiffle Ball episode in the middle. It was like that episode, you know, when you have a TV show, the episode that's like a, doesn't really add to the storyline, but it's like kind of part of the episode. Right. Yeah, like that. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean? I mean, and what better time to talk about Wiffle Ball than right now, you know? Yeah, literally. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, the final regular season video just came out um, last night. The A's officially swept the Braves. Um, they were back in person, you know, which yeah, is huge. huge. Right, like, back in person. Yeah, I was looking. You guys didn't know that yesterday. But like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can It's it's hard to tell sometimes whether we're in person or not. We are back on the couch. We do love that one at the Riverside, though. It is fantastic. Yeah, like, I, and we're not sponsored, but shout out to Riverside. Shout out, I mean, like incredible content. They like, really do. I mean, it is incredible how different it is from Zoom in terms of like the well, audio Zoom quality. Zoom is just terrible. Like it, it's bad. It, yeah, I don't know why we didn't use Riverside in like high school. Like it was so. I don't even better. know if it, if it existed. Did it? it? it uh, I feel like I don't know. It's been a very recent thing that I've just started. I remember seeing using it, it last March on a different, um, like a different like call for a job I was interviewing mm-hmm. for because the connection is just a lot better. Yeah. So I don't know if it started then or a little bit before then, but it hasn't been around for a long time. I don't think. Definitely hasn't been around for but, a long. But great time. site. Shout great, out. huge. Yeah, it, it serves its purpose. But um, good to be back. Uh, the wiffle ball playoff kind of content is still in the works for like how we're going to approach it. Like I think the, we talked about on the podcast last night, I think the live um, reaction, like watch party thing would be fun. Oh yeah. Um, So maybe me and Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that this weekend. Um, Well, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Which which we talked about last night. Right. I'm I'm a little lost. And even like, I feel like, like the ALDS, like Michael knows what happens, but like he wasn't there. Um, the day, I mean, he was there the day, but he, because the NLDS was later that day, but like, he didn't get to see this game. So right. he'll also be seeing the gameplay for the first time. And, you know, I, even though I edit it, it is a little bit different for me watching it. Cause it's like, I lived through everything that didn't make the video, right? Like right. I was there, I edited it. I cut it all out. So like when I see the final product, it is kind of new to me as well. Yeah. Cause I'm sitting there with like all this behind the scenes, like, Knowledge like you in my the head. Conversations happening between innings on right, but you yeah. Had that, you know what I mean. It's a different kind of vibe being, and, and I was thinking about this the other day. It's a different vibe, like playing versus like commentating, in the sense that it feels different when you step onto the field as like a commentator. I don't know if like you got this vibe, but like when I play, it's it's very natural to me to like be on that field and kind of like that's yeah. like your area but when i'm commentating and i'm behind the camera and like for some reason i have to like step onto the field like i help pick up balls or we have like a controversial call or whatever it's different so i you like, you I, wanna, like, like i uh, feel like i'm watching it yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel like i'm a part of it like i don't know if it's just the way my mind works but and i probably sound super fucking high talking like this but it's like <laughs> it's like i'm watching myself almost you know because my when i'm behind the camera i'm in content mode so i'm right. like okay that would be a good clip like we're gonna use like i'm already starting to map things out like we're gonna use this camera angle for this so i'm kind of seeing the video like develop in my head in real time right so like when i step onto the field it feels different than when i step on the field as a player yeah i, you know? I, I totally get that actually because like you know, I think, you know, you think back to like high school, you know, you play a sport, like you and I both played tennis, you know what I mean? You know, when you were done yeah. with your match and you'd watch your teammates play 
and it was almost like you can almost see yourself out there. You go, you go for this, you'd hit it here, you'd hit it there. You would rather make that play instead of actually like, you yeah. Know, you, but you can't influence it. You know. What yeah, I mean? it, it happened for me in happen. hockey too. Like you know, playing in a hockey game versus like I'd go and watch my cousins play or I'd go and watch my friends play. Like watching feels different than playing. Totally different. You could be at the same rink. It could be the same teams. It could be the same environment. Friends, you know what I mean? It's like, different. It's just a completely different vibe. So. And I think seeing it in person, you know, when I watch it online, I definitely get excited by the content. But when you're in person, you see someone crank a grand slam in the in the second inning to, like, you know, take the lead. Yeah. Totally different feeling as a commentator. Yeah. Like, you feel excited about it. And the like, great thing about both of that, and this is, like, my, my long-winded way of, you know, making my point, is that I, you know – People probably assume that when the videos come out, it's not that exciting to me because I'm the one that like makes all right, of them right. and everything. So it's like, oh, you've already seen this a million times, but it is still exciting. It's different because I'm seeing the finished product, like how it's supposed to be put out. So the music, the buildups, the suspense, like the beat drops, like right when there's a home run, like the graphics, all the different angles. That like the finished product of that, to me, it's so satisfying to watch that because when you're there. Like I just said, you're already starting to map it out, but you also, it's a completely different perspective watching it in real time, Yeah, you know, and then getting to see the finished video, you're like, wow, like to see the transition from like, I was here and it was like dead quiet here and it was intense and there, not a lot of people were talking and it was like long, there was like long at bats and like a lot of, you know, downtime, right. Then you put the finished product out and you're like, oh my God, there's like symphony music in the background and it's cool, like, yeah, all these different angles and like, then you also get like also like absolute shout out to all the like the graphics in the beginning that make you like feel like you're actually not just watching some guys play wiffle ball it feel like you're actually yeah. watching like, a real game yeah you know all the stats all the all the scoreboard temperature all that stuff right you know it, it really makes it feel which we don't see in real time to us it's just right having fun at a yeah, park you show up and you play and you leave yeah, yeah. which behind the scenes you know when you edit it and you put it out it's the finished polished product looks totally different than what we experienced. That's been, yeah. And that's been the desired niche for us. Like since the very beginning was like, all right, you have this sport in wiffle ball. That's like everybody plays casually in their backyard. And like from the, we, like four years old. You've yeah. Been and we've all been there like, when it gets super intense and it gets super competitive, but you don't ever, you know, it might feel like you're playing in like game seven of the world series, but you never have that. Right. kind of like element I think of we've it. all played like you know game seven of the stanley cup in our driveway yeah exactly we've all played you know game seven of the world series you know yeah it's your turn to hit the walk-off home run that i'm gonna hit the walk-off home run you know yeah. what i mean like and it feels and when it, you're like, playing in the like in the tbr with league it feels like that but you don't ever have that like when it's over it's over you know yeah. so that was like you know our idea like me and michael and like robbie in the early days of like putting the wiffle ball league together was like what if we could provide that element of like wow this is like a real sporting event and i'm watching it and it's broadcast and it feels as if real, it was like, yeah and it feels real but it's still that stupid fucking backyard game that like yep. everybody plays like so that's especially why, when it comes to like especially when it comes to like where like where we were last year where we are this year yeah totally different totally last year you know it was you know you even back to 2020 you ran through it this yeah. year it was you slowed down you looked at it, you made sure it yeah. was it was perfect as if you were watching it on your own tv at home it felt one-to-one comparison yeah. you know what i mean definitely yeah and that's kind of that's kind of the goal so i like you know if we end up doing the watch parties which i think we probably will or Electric. like live reactions whatever it may be we're definitely going to do podcasts after every game it'll just be you know are we going to be here are we going to be watching it on our own whatever but We'll see. We'll see. That's the vibe that I'm trying to um, convey, at least, is, is how I would put it. Is 
You know, the, it, like like the vibe that you get from watching playoff baseball. You know, when your team's in it, like which that we're doing intensity. Right which, yeah, the Phillies and the Diamondbacks are weirdly playing in the middle of the day for some reason. What, what do you think? Uh, first at bat, Schwarber home run right here. What do you know, reckon? He's done it a couple times. Oh, that he's was like a, a hack fucking in that hack. One. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine just calling that right there? Like? That'd be pretty crazy. And there's no videos on this podcast, but if there were, that'd be nuts. Oh, um, be insane. But yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for the wiffle ball postseason. I really am. Um, it's it, even even today, like putting together the graphics for like the first um, video, the World Series, the World Series, like that. yeah, the start of the playoff race. I was like, oh, here we go. Like, yeah, and yeah, I got yeah. that vibe last year. Like, shout out to our graphics guy. He struck out, by the way. Brutal. <laughs> struck Three out. Looking. Strikeout. Like. Um, Shout out to our graphic designers. Um, they really did a good job last year, like putting together matchup graphics for the Instagram. Um, stuff that like I'm capable of doing, but like people can do a lot better than me. Really talented artists and really talented designers. That the just vision they have. Is yeah, amazing. they just did like, a great job of like setting the scene, you know. Um, and so, sorry, I'm just I'm, I'm receiving a SMS text message right now. Hey, hey, I get it. All good. Uh, but yeah, they did a really great job and we're going to, we're going to embody that again this year with like graphics and everything. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, I got that vibe today when I was putting together the graphic. I was hey, like, oh, here oh my we go. God, like, <laughs> it's like, you know, I remember opening the graphics that they would send me, you know, they'd send me an yeah, email yeah, yeah. like, Hey, here's the finished graphic. I open it. I'm like, and Oh shit. Coming back <laughs> to me. Yeah. Now. <laughs> it's like, let's go. Yeah. Know? Literally. Um, the playoff. I mean, last year, unfortunately, I just don't think we have the time to do this this year. But last year, before every series, and I'll throw one up for you, like for you to see. I don't yeah, know if you, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the NLCS from last year. I watched part of it. Okay, so the very beginning, there was like a hype kind of montage that was yeah, like yeah, narrated from the season. Yeah. Yes, yeah, um, and it was narrated by like this guy that we found on Fiverr. Which, by the way, have you used Fiverr ever? A couple times. Dude, great fucking website. Um, amazing website. Oh my like, god! Like, talk about a place where you can find anybody or pretty much anything from anywhere in the world yeah. to do like I saw a dude on there who would go from like a, from another country in um in Europe who would spray paint your face on a building for like 20 bucks which is wild like <laughs> it's so cheap yeah like for freelance like you know designers and people like that like we found this guy who just voiced over like ads for the UFC and it was like 20 bucks and we like he charged 20 bucks for like 500 words I was like I actually only need like 50 words He's like, cool. He's like, I'll do it for like five dollars, and That's like, I'll play it for you now, just so you can hear it. Like, for yeah, the people yeah, yeah. who have seen the NLCS, you know what this is. But like, um, we just for every playoff series, we made like these really hype like montages that oh, we would heat. put at the beginning heat. of the videos. We are doing something similar this year, but it's not gonna be like like last year. The way that I tried to do it was like the videos that they play at like sporting events before the team comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like two to three minutes. That, like this year, it's gonna be a quick little like more chaotic promo of like both teams that'll you know, segue us into the video you know when the bruins are in the regular season on nesson put like the faces on buildings with, like, yeah. going up to the video like the don't 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 you know like that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing kind of like that right yeah a little bit um this one was a little more I, i'll pull it up i'm not that far from it in the All progression good. of things um but yeah this year it's going to be a lot more like chaotic and quick it's going to be like a 15 second intro clip of like a couple highlights from both teams with like some overlay graphics and then boom we get right into like the the pregame broadcast yeah yeah yeah. but um but yeah we love like, those transitions though you exactly know. yeah love but, a big fan of a good transition. but last year like <laughs> i definitely i got chills like making these here it is well, here we are i'll have you watch it it's long but you get the vibe with this but like that guy has a great, great fucking voice, voice that, and it yeah. goes on for like a while 
and that's a hype fucking video like when it gets down to it yeah yeah, yeah. i like no, to put the music I, in the background yeah yeah, yeah. You know, like shout out to matt mason um electric. you listen to matt mason at all no. a little bit you heard of the song hallucinogenics yes so that's him okay um he put out an album like right when i was making the videos last year i'm a big fan of his um my cousin christian got me into him my cousin records music and he i used to produce music like when i, when I was in high school and he came over um, one time, and he was like, hey, he's like, I need you to, like, produce a cover for me. I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. And it was Hallucinogenics by Matt Mason, and my cousin sounds just like him. Like, That's they have cool. similar, like, cadence and voice. So my cousin covered Hallucinogenics, and I produced it. After that moment, I was obsessed with Matt Mason. I was like, wow, I've never heard music like this. It's like, cool. it's like dirty and raw acoustic, but it's not, like, folk. It's, like, more, like, pop and rock-oriented. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Matt, he's a very Almost like, interesting like rock hybrid. alternative. Like. Yeah, like rock alternative, but like stripped down, you know? Interesting. Like just acoustic guitar. Like you'd think it, it's folk in that sense where it's like singer-songwriter and acoustic. But I don't know. Matt Mason is such a dynamic breed of artist. He's great. So he put that album out um, last year when i was making all these videos and that song is called cut deep and i was like uh, as, as soon as i heard it like that's the i was like oh my god this would be perfect for like a promo yeah yeah so yeah. put it in there and um that's cool yeah, that's the, cool. the video will live in infamy but anyway i'm excited to um to get into all the wiffle ball you know yeah. postseason stuff i mean i am like chomping at the bit to get these videos out because just i know how good they are yeah i know it's fantastic yeah as someone so, who hasn't seen them i'm looking forward to it yeah so you hopefully know? this weekend the first video will be out um and then yeah alds nlds both of them should hopefully be out by the time we do this podcast next week well we'll know um, by then if i'm right or wrong on my picks yeah or... right so and we'll do like you know by the next pick em podcast they'll be out but we'll do podcasts after each video drop yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. a lot of content coming everybody's way um uh, speaking of this weekend though we gotta get right into it we do have to get right into so it pick them yeah, week seven pick them. Um, that's a big week. Big week. This we week. had good weeks last week. I haven't updated the standings yet, but we did good me, though. Let me Not do bad. that right now. All right. Um. So, coming into last week, I was fifty-two and twenty-six. I went eleven and four. I think I went what ten. You went and, ten and five. Yeah, that's not bad. I'll take that. So that puts me at sixty-three and thirty. Hey, that's not bad. I believe that's well over 500. It's pretty good. It's like yeah. six, six, seven, 63 and 30. You coming into last week, you were 47 and 31. Hey, it could be worse. You went 10 and five, which yeah. would make you 51, 57 okay. and 36. Hey, we'll take it. Is, is that math right? I think so. Should be. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but 10, yeah, so uh, not not bad weeks for either one of us, though. No, we had really good weeks. I mean, I think a double-digit win week is automatically successful. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into what all happened um, with all the teams and, and everything like that. Especially the Niners, the and, Niners the Eagles. and the Eagles. Like, yeah. what happened? Yeah. But um, but let's go down the list. Week 7, NFL pick them. Let's get right into it. Let's not waste any more time. Um yeah. Um, all right, Thursday Night Football. This is I, I say this probably once a week, but this is the worst football game I think I've ever seen in my life. I'm not um, going to lie. I don't even know why they didn't flex this game out. Like, yeah, they, this they, they should have flexed the um, the Bills uh, – not the Bills, um, the, the, oh, the, the Chargers game, the one against the Chiefs into this spot. That's always a good game. Would have been better, yeah. I, yeah. Think it's tough to, I think it's tough to flex Thursday Night Football. They could flex like – you, really I think they mostly do Sunday, like, 1 p.m. to, but, like, yeah. you know, because every team has to play one Thursday night are game. Gonna, are you going to watch this game? 
Uh, no. I'm hard-pressed to find a reason to watch it. I'm going to Salem, Massachusetts tonight. Um, I will not be watching this game. I'll, like, tune in. But the last couple Thursday night football games I actually haven't watched. Yeah, I just... I, what yeah. was the one last week? I forgot that it happened. Uh, your guess is as good as mine, friend. <sighs> Who did play last week? I forget. There was a game, though, and I, oh, like... Oh, we didn't cover it. It was Chiefs-Broncos. We oh, that's Friday. right, because we did the one on right. Friday. Yeah. I, like, I woke up Friday morning. I was like, oh, my God, there was a game last night. Yeah. Um, that was yeah. That was a weird one. That was weird. Who, okay, so anyway, we got Jaguars visiting the Saints. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm taking weird, the Jaguars. <laughs> weird like, uniform <laughs> game. These two teams have like very similar colorways and uniforms, and they. I, have, I don't like this matchup. I, it, I hate it, it's but they're like so... weirdly similar. Ooh. I feel like Derek Carr and Trevor Lawrence are similar. They're also both from like the the south of their S- NFC AFC South. Yeah, like the, yeah, like, southeast you know, of the United States. Yeah, like I'm gonna take the Jaguars as well for no good reason. I I I'm only watching it because of my fantasy team. That's it. I have Travis Etienne. Okay. And that's the only reason I want to watch. Do you know his brother was a running back at Florida? He's still there, yeah. Yeah. He's coming, he's coming to the league, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea he had a brother. He's I'd, disgusting. Dude, so good. When like, they beat Tennessee. So good. Oh, like, my God, he was nasty. I remember they kept saying Etienne. I, I watched I like, him what? last year when he played. I forget what game he played. But he had, like, 180 yards and, like, three touchdowns in, like, through, like, three quarters. And they pulled him because he was like, all right, your day is done. Like, <laughs> You've done too well. And I watching him, like, Etienne, that's, like, a kind of a different last name. I wonder if it's really – it's his brother. And it's, he's arguably yeah. better than than Travis, who's already in the league. Yeah, like, which is not. Yeah, I just I remember watching that game and they kept too, saying ETN, ETN, ETN. I was like, what the? I was like, have you seen him? He's like a Derrick Henry type build too. He's like way he? bigger than his brother. Like it's crazy. Him. So when he comes in the league next year, uh, hopefully the Patriots will draft him. <laughs> and then because all we all we ever use is running backs. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But imagine if he goes to like the Chiefs or something. Oh my! The God. Chiefs historically like weird running back room. Like always, dude, always I mean, they group. got Clyde Edwards Alaire out of LSU, who was and like, they barely use him. Yeah, they don't use him they at also, all. Then they got, then they got, um, they traded for McKinnon, who they barely use, and then yep. they use their seventh round draft pick Pacheco, yeah, who is like really good, but just yeah. kind of weird. And like, like Kareem Hunt, same thing. Like well, they that. randomly drafted him out of Toledo. Like I remember everyone when that draft pick happened, like what the fuck? Like why him? And, like, he ended up being really Not good. Not too bad, yeah. yeah it's crazy. Still pretty good. And now he's the starter on the Browns. They have a weird running back room. I feel like... They've always had a weird... They had Jamal like Charles the, for a while. Yeah, Shady like, McCoy. People yeah. forget. That was recent. I forgot he had Shady McCoy. Yeah, yeah. very recent. I about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that I feel like the running back is the most replaceable position for the Chiefs. I feel like they've had, like, yeah. 30 in the last five seasons. Also, can we talk about just how bad their wide receiver room is right now? It's bad. It's they, bad. They just got um, Mecole Hardman back. Ooh. So everyone was saying because he signed with um, – it was the Jets in free agency? Yes. Whoever he signed with, he didn't really do much for them, and they just traded him back to the Chiefs. <laughs> Let's bring back Byron Pringle, too, while we're at it. Like. <laughs> Byron Pringle was always a really good, like, first touchdown scorer. Like, oh, he always had – Yeah. They would just run that go It was like him or Travis like, Kelsey would always get the first touchdown yeah. for the Chiefs last season or two seasons ago. It was, it was like a lock of a bet. Super Bowl season against the Niners that season. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. It just – yeah. But now it's, it's literally just the Travis Kelsey show. And I'm yeah. not mad at it. Pacheco's good, too. Yeah, I have both of them in fantasy. Yeah, but I, I'd agree. I don't think they have any standout wide receivers, but they don't need no. them. They don't need I, them. I, I, I do like Rashi Rice, though. He's pretty good. Uh, like, Sky Moore, good, too. Yeah, he's all right. He's good. He's yeah. all right. He, he, needs, he needs to develop his catching. He has, like, no hands. Yeah. But not bad. Um, Kadarius Tony is... Kadarius Tony has problems with ball security. Yeah. Problems. Problems. Yeah. Like, issues. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, like, you, th- you think he wouldn't want the ball, honestly. <laughs> like, he, th- he gives it up so much. Like, also, some guy on TV was just wearing a Eagles. I was just going to say, it was every Philly sports that, right? team hat. Okay. That was nuts. That was weird. 76ers was. were in there. It was all four. I want to look that it hat was up. all four point. teams. It was the Phillies logo, the Flyers logo, the Eagles logo, and the 76ers logo, like, all combined. I mean, we say that's cool. There's also the same thing for Boston sports that exists. I know, exists. but all of ours are mostly circles. Theirs is not. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Um, Even the right. T sign is a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Sunday. We're both taking the Jags. First game on Sunday, Raiders at the Chicago Bears. I'm going to take the Raiders here. Yeah, taking the Raiders. Yeah, too. they played a really good game against the Patriots, actually. It, really good. Complete game. Yep. Very complete game. Um, I, Jimmy G out. It doesn't change it for me. Is he? I'm, I'm asking. Oh, is I don't. He? I mean, let's. That let's, might change some things for me. Honestly, it wouldn't change it for me because the Bears are just terrible. But Brian Hoyer as a four quarter starter. I I get it. I, I mean, Jimmy G had to go to the hospital last week. I'm assuming he's not playing. Let me see. Let me let me look him up real quick on that. This is the great thing about this podcast is that we're really knowledgeable about like football and about sports, but we're not knowledgeable to the fact that we're like fucking nerds about everything yeah like i'd like to think that like we're casual in a good way when it comes to that like we're casual I, but we have stats you know what I right, mean? well like, like i haven't been monitoring twitter 24 7 like a he, loser he's doubtful. wait he's doubtful. doubtful okay see that's the that's the great news is we assumed that he wasn't playing and he's not he's i don't need not, much more he, than that i don't need to be coach, glued to twitter for the next week to figure it out no literally the coach doesn't think he's gonna play but they're not 100 percent yet so, okay, so. It, it's going to either be Aiden o- McConnell or O'Connell or Brian It'll Hoyer. It'll be Hoyer, I think. <sighs> Generational backup Brian Hoyer. I'm Hoyer. still going to take the Raiders. Uh, that defense is scary. The Bears at home, though. Oh, dude, that makes it even easier for me. I'm taking no, the Raiders. No, they always win weird games at home. Remember the no. last time I said that they might win? I didn't take them. They put up 40. Now give me the Raiders. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders, yeah. All right, next game, Cleveland Browns, Indianapolis Colts. My guy AR-15's done, done for the year, man. That doesn't make it's me so want to, tough. That doesn't make me want to take the Browns, though. You know, like no, I, it does, dude. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. E- oh, I'd, I'd easily take Cleveland in this one. Oh, I'm taking the Colts in this one. No, the Cleveland. Uh, to me, Cleveland's just uh, they're rolling right now. They just beat the 49ers. Um, Deshaun Watson's been out, and they've been still Better. winning. <laughs> I heard that he's potentially coming back this Sunday. I'm not sure. Either way, I dislike Gardner Minshew with a passion. Um, oh, I love him. I hate him. Okay. I hate him. I <laughs> hate that he. Man. I hate that he wears long sleeves. I hate that he wears that stupid bucket helmet. I hate his fucking hair. Everything about him. <laughs> I hate him. I hate the Colts. I really dislike the Colts. Um, and yeah, Cleveland's actually exceeded my expectations. I think if they can outlast the 49ers in that kind of you know grind of a game, I think they could easily beat the Colts indoors. Did you know that Cleveland has the... I think they might have the best defense now in the NFL after last week, but they I were... I think ranked-wise, I think they have the best defense. They were, the yeah. Going into the 49ers game, they were ranked second. But I don't know if that's changed because now they've beaten the 49ers and gave up less points. No, yeah, I think... I think okay, so, I think yeah, I, that Cleveland defense is good. Their offense, Amari Cooper is having a very sneaky, productive year. That catch he had on the two defenders? Crazy. Insane. I'm like, back in the Browns here. I feel like it's a no-brainer. Speaking of defenses, um, so I commented at the beginning of the year. There was one of these, like, sports outlets that does, like, these stupid, like, fucking videos. And they made a video about, um, like, a 17-0 and challenge. Mm. And the first one was Jets. Like, it was, like, a spinny wheel challenge, like how I do. And they got Jets. And it was this woman. And she was like, I'm going to take the Jets defense. And I commented, lost me at Jets defense. 
because bef- this was pre-Aaron Rodgers going out. So right, my right. comment was like, 17-0? and 0? I don't think the New York Jets defense is 17-0 and 0 caliber. Not what you want. You know what no. I mean? Like- this was before the season started. Since then, I have got – it's like the most liked comment on the video. I've gotten like thousands of people responding like, oh, how do you feel now? How do you feel now? You still think this? How do you feel now? Fucking casual. Do you know where the Jets defense ranks in the NFL is currently? Like seventh or eighth or something like that? Nope. They're further down? Yep. Is it last? Nope. How far down is it? 22nd. That's pretty low. You know how many yards per, per game they give up? It's like 300 or something 351. like that. 351. You know how many touchdowns they've given up? Two or three? Ten. No, two or three per game. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, about two. Yeah, that's crazy. And I've got everybody just because the Jets defense won them a couple games. Like, oh, casual, casual, casual. It's like, how about you look at the fucking stats and realize that they're 22nd out of 32. That puts them in the bottom 10 for defenses yeah. on the 2023 season. You know season. in the bottom 10 for defenses? The Carolina Panthers. Like, you, so know, what I, you know what I mean? Like, so bad. But, you, <laughs> but, like, say bottom 10. I can't think of anybody. You know, you think of the Jets like you know, Sauce Gardner is, like, this great defender. It's one guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one dude. Like, the Bears had Khalil Mack for, like, two years, and they don't – I don't think they won more than five games. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it just goes to prove, like, you can have the best defender in the league, and they can win awards for that. Yeah. That doesn't make them a great team. You know what I mean? Like, TJ Watt won awards last year, and that Steelers defense was okay. Right. You know what I mean? Great play. Exactly. Like, defensive measures, people don't get it. Like, people think that if you have, like – big names on your defense with like hard hitting linebackers that you're just automatically like a top five defense. Right. It's like, go look at the stats. Like the Cleveland Browns are the best defense in the NFL. Right and I don't think anybody would have saw that. Coming. Yeah. You or know? even now, if you just ask like the casual NFL fan, like who's the best defense in the NFL? I don't think the Cleveland Browns would come to if mind. If you want to go by like, if you want to go by like turnover ratio, it's the Jaguars. Highest yeah. turnover ratio in the league. Who would have predicted that one? Right. Like, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, so it's like defensive like metrics. It's like, you have to know your shit. Um, and clearly the casuals on TikTok don't. Me and the casuals have a very interesting relationship. (laughs) Um, All right, so you're taking the Colts at home. I'm taking the Colts at home, yeah. All right, I got the Browns on the road. Next game, Bills at Patriots. Uh, Bills. Bills. Yeah, that's that's an easy one. All day. Uh, I'm shocked they have not moved on from Mac Jones yet. I'm shocked they have not fired Belichick yet. I'm shocked about everything. I really am. And I just – I heard – did you see the rumor that came out today that there are people within the organization that – believe at this point it would be better to have more losses than wins moving forward for like next season yeah like they're already looking ahead to 2024 they, they just gave up on the season already it's, already it's incredible like it's, it's done it, and i i said this i said after that saints game i said if they lose the saints game it's over i actually think over, i said like, that after the cowboys game but i said they have a chance to revive somewhat of a season if they beat the saints it's over your it, schedule doesn't get any better from here no i think it's over like, it, oh it's been over it's done yeah, it's done and okay so what they go out and win this week which they won't who fucking cares like i don't think that maybe they keep it close i don't know i'd like to see i don't even care i don't even care. i'd like to like, see someone other than mac jones handle the football this weekend my, my problem with Mac Jones is that he's so – he doesn't seem like he wants to win. You, you're putting it in a very nice way, and I get exactly what you mean because I think the same thing. I think the simple and most honest way to put it is he's a fucking pussy. He, he's, he's just not a winner. He's Dude, not a winner. He, okay, like, he cries on the sideline. He, no, 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 no. After he got pulled from the Cowboys game, he's on the sideline laughing and smiling. That's not the face of a winner. You're down 20 or 31 nothing, and you're laughing. So I saw a clip of Tom Brady like at like a press conference this week. Or like a, not a press conference, but like he was speaking at like some convention, like some event or something to like some group. And he was talking about his time in New England. And you could just – he was so fierce and so 
intense in the way he was talking. He was like, I f- like he was talking about how like athletes have like relationships with guys on the other teams now. And he's like, I fucking hate that. He's like, I hated everybody we played against. He's yeah. like, I genuinely hate. He was like, I didn't want to shake their hands quote, after the game. He said when Robert from the third asked me at a training camp once, he's like, oh, how'd you do it? He goes, I'm not going to tell you until I retire. Yeah. That's the mindset everyone should have. Right. In the well, NFL. I just I like, saw this from a guy who and this was a current clip. So he's like been like, you know, one, two years retired at this point. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he still has this, like, killer instinct. And then you look at Mac Jones, who's, like, crying on the sidelines because he threw an interception. And, like, Like, okay, buddy, like. Fucking brittle bones. He gets sacked, like, once every play. It's it's brutal. He's bad. He's really bad. I also just don't like him. Like he doesn't he doesn't get me excited about Patriots. No, no, no. You know what I I dislike even more? Mac Jones sympathizers. They suck. I'm like the people who will never admit that he's the problem. They're like, well, the offensive line's bad. Well, you know, give him good wide receivers. Like give him better coaching. It's like, have you seen him throw a spiral ever? Yeah, Ever. no, exactly. Like, <laughs> That's the point. You haven't because he can't throw one. Like, no, like I he can't throw the ball more than 15 yards and he doesn't throw. He has the loosest at, spiral in the NFL. Look at Jacoby Myers on the Raiders right now. Yeah. He's had what six touchdowns this year, or something like that. Exactly, and he was what out for two games with concussion. Yeah, what did we ever do with it? I mean, I'm just I'm like, sick of like the people who just want to keep p- placing the blame on anyone other than like Belichick and Mac Jones. And Everyone's like, well, it's the O line. Oh well, like we don't, you know, we didn't go out and sign like receivers. Like, guess whose fault that is? Yeah. Fucking Bill Belichick. Yeah. It's not Kraft. Like, yeah, Kraft helps build a team and makes decisions. But he's just the owner. But yeah, right, you know what I mean? and like, like he like, has input. But like Bill Belichick is the one who's constructing this team. He's the one who's drafted so poorly. Um, Carp had a really good take. He said that his prediction is that they're going to go to Belichick and tell him that he can't manage the team anymore. Yeah, he still can coach. And he can still be the on-the-field coach, but, but the, the team they're going to bring someone in to make the decision-making and sign the players and, con, and you know compile the roster. I, I'm, not I would, like, I'm not mad at that. I think that's a solution. I think a better solution would just be to move on from Belichick. I think his coaching style is too outdated now. I also now. think the problem is you brought in your own son to help coach with you. <laughs> it's like the dude wasn't even proven, and you brought him in because he's your son. Right. And I get it. You know, you, you love your family, and I get all that. And it's cool. He's not even a bad you know coach. But – you you when you start mixing your know, family and business, it, it starts to get a little bit problematic, you know. Yeah. Like, and you just brought back your friends. You wanted to bring back Patricia as your offensive coach and Joe Judge because you liked him, right? They're not good coaches, like. And like, not for nothing, but the further they go on, like this, the more. And I'm sure Belichick doesn't really care about this. I don't know if he does or not, but the more the uh, notion that you know the last 20 years of success have all been thanks to Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. that just further and further is being developed. The more that the Patriots fail without Brady, because let's be honest, they haven't succeeded without him. They made no. the playoffs one season. But, okay, you you kind of – you had a good middle of the season in 2021. Like, they started bad that year. Um, and I remember doing podcasts where I was like, there's nothing to get excited about no. for this team. Then they caught fire. They beat the Bills on the road. They were good in like the middle chunk of the year. And then you get to the playoffs and you got fucking steamrolled by the bills. You know, like that's the most Which success you knew was going to happen. Right. But that's the most success you've had since Brady left. What did Brady do? Oh, he went out and won fucking Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl MVP. I think the problem was, <laughs> is I don't like Alabama quarterbacks. 
I'm, I just don't like them. Fair. Jalen yeah, Hurts it's the, RBU for sure. Jalen Hurts and Tua are the ones in the past 20 years I could say confidently have had good careers. I wouldn't even put Tua in there. I, I put Jalen Hurts in Jalen Hurts definitely. But Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts to me is not an Alabama quarterback. No, he's not. He's an good. Oklahoma quarterback. Right. Because he left. Right. You know what I mean? Because he got forced out by Tua. Yeah. Who was not better than him. No. I, I was so furious when that happened. But anyway, continue. So, but, you know, you look at, like, you know, guys that come into – coming to the NFL from Alabama, like, like AJ McCarron. When's the last time, you know, he was, he was in the league 10 years ago. He came in the league 10 years ago. I have a book at home. Okay. I'll tell you a funny story real quick. I was looking for some, for, for a very specific, like 2007 Red Sox book in my attic. Yeah. And I had all these books that we moved once and I packed up all these sports books in a box and they end up in the attic, right? At my house now. And so I'm going through it and I have this old, like 2012, like, like book of like players that like the next players coming in the league, right? Yeah. Like one of those like SI like Sports Illustrated like kids books, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. The yeah. cover is the future of the NFL, AJ McCarron. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we know how that turned out. Like, yeah, he's he's really the future. Let me tell you, like he's he's the guy. And it's like, I, I just think it's funny that you know Alabama is such a great school for college football, and and as a Tennessee fan, that's not for me to say. Because they're always dominant on both sides of the ball. Their defense is always incredible. And they have great defenders through history. But I can't say confidently that I like any Alabama quarterback in the past 20 years. Apart from Jalen Hurts, who's not even an Alabama quarterback. Right, he's an Oklahoma grad. Right. Um, yeah. I, it's I, a tough spot I, to be I do think I have to agree with you. It's like, I can't name... Can you name one guy from Alabama? I'm like, yeah, that, that's that's the guy. Like... Definitely not quarterbacks. I mean, wide receivers, sure. Running back, run, sure. yeah. They're RBU. That's, yeah, yeah. That's their they're, MO. they're running back and defending. That's like their big thing. Like, yeah, that's a good point to make, honestly. Right, yeah. and it's like, and Bill Belichick saw Mac Jones was like, that's our guy. <laughs> no, he was never the guy. Like, if you looked at the players they passed on in that draft too, it's yeah. in, it's infuriating. Yeah, where like you could probably we could have had Micah Parsons. Well, we could have had Micah Parsons. Let's go all the way back to you could have kept Jimmy G, and he probably would have been your franchise he's guy. He's not following good, Brady. but he's not bad. No, like, I think he's good. I do think he's good. He's fu- he's suitable. I think he's good. I actually think he's a good quarterback too. People underwrite what he did in San Francisco. That's he the, got he another person who got run out of San Francisco. Yeah, made made it to a Super Bowl, made it to three NFC championships. I think. Yeah. Um, like, and he was a top five like QBR guy when he was there. But everybody just wanted to look past him for some reason. Yeah. And, like, I get it. Like, I look at what they're because, doing now. But Yeah, I think it's just because he was always in Brady's shadow. You know, people don't see him as, like, this great quarterback. He didn't, like, right. like, Jordan Love right now. He's technically a rookie right now, but he's not. You know, he's right, yeah. It's years. his, like, starting season. It's right. his first season as a starter, but right. he's been in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, like the Patrick Mahomes route. Exactly. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But anyway, um, long-winded way of saying the Pats are going to get rolled this weekend. 100%. Best bet in football, Patriots team total under. Under. It's going to – one of these days they're going to set the total so low because this team doesn't they're score. They're averaging and, 11 points. Right. Like, I'm shocked they keep setting the totals as high as they're setting them. Want to check it? Yeah. If I was setting the total for, like, every game, it'd be 9.5 for the Patriots. That w- If you look at the season at large, because you had a game where you got shut out. You had a game where you got three. three. You had a game where you got – um, 15. Like, if you average all that out, it's like nine. They had 17, 17, 17, 15, 0, 3. Right. Like, if, this, if the line's at 17 and a half, take the under. Like, definitely. Especially against the Bills. 
Let's see. What we're is... gonna get we're gonna get rolled this weekend. We definitely are. I, again, episode? a game that I don't plan on watching because I'm so out on the Patriots. So it is what it is. Patriots are getting eight and a half points. Bills this will cover. Oh, hundred um, percent. Let's see, Patriots. Uh, what do you what, what's it, what's it called? Team total. Team total. Okay, so totals. I'm on the um, the DraftKings or uh, sport, um, this one right now. You you find it? Here, I'll give you this. Um, yeah, right here. Fourteen and a half. See, that's tough. Then now they're starting to lower See, they, they it so it much. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a little. Still might consider it. <laughs> that Bills defense is really good. Fourteen even... and a half. That half is going to be crucial because the Patriots could put up fourteen. No, no, they'll get a, <laughs> they'll get a first drive touchdown. And then the Pats, yeah, no, 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 no. And, then, and then then you'll be like, well, they'll get first like first drive point, and you'll be like, ooh, maybe they'll cover. No, they won't. When's the last time the Patriots scored in the first quarter a touchdown? It's been a while. Like last season. It's been a while. Last season. It's been a while. <laughs> Even before that. Yeah. I would take the Patriots first half total because they it's probably going to be six and a half under. Yeah. Two field goals still doesn't get you there. Like they probably get three in the first half. Yeah. This first half score, I think, is going to be 14 to 3 Bills. And I think the final score three. final score will be they'll probably they'll probably take their foot off the gas a little bit at the end. I bet the Patriots get um I ten, 10 points. I was going to say I was going to say 16. Mm. Um I was going to say three field goals and a touch a garbage time touchdown at the end. Yeah. And the Bills are going to go so like, like Pharaoh Brown like or something like 40 that. 40 points like. probably. If they yeah. get what did I say 14-3 in the first half. Yep. Um, I think thirty-five for the thirty. Thirty, yeah, thirty, yeah, thirty-five, sixteen. I would take to Diggs it. two touchdowns this game though. Two, oh, two. Man. That secondary is gone. We have no secondary left. Yeah, it's kind of gone. Dude, Gabe Davis anytime touchdown has been cashing at an astronomical rate for the. Bills. You want to play? You want to play like first touchdown score, Gabe? Davis? Not first. I did that once and it hit, but yeah, I know it's you too did. nervous. Uh, <laughs> anytime though is good enough for me because Gabe Davis. It's like plus two hundred still too. It's yeah. Like, um, so anyway, we're both taking the Bills here. Yep. Uh, next game, Washington and uh, New York Giants. Washington. I like Washington. Washington, Washington as well. Yeah. Um, you know the Patriots have to play the Giants on like November 12th or something like that? Or really? Like November 8th, like 19th. That will set offenses back by 100 years. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Like I don't. That might be like one of our only wins on the season. Dude, I don't even know. That's going to be like a 3 nothing game. Like... <laughs> We're the only two teams that haven't those, – those are the only two teams that so far haven't reached 100 total points this season. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm taking the commanders there, though. <gasps> the moonshine man, Brandon <laughs> Marsh. <laughs> I don't um, know. I, that's a great nickname for him, low-key. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remember that one. <laughs> one. He's, like, he's got a hit in the game. I know everyone's not going to be watching this one that comes out. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Put the replay of the Phillies game on while you're doing this, while you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, and start it like right at the end of the podcast. About. It'll line up pretty well. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, next game, uh, Falcons and Bucks. Bucks are at home in this one. You know, I actually like the Bucks in this one. Same. I, I, I think I'm going to take the Bucks in this one just because I like the route that um, a tough game last week against the Lions. The Lions are good this year. I like what Baker Mayfield's going to do this year. Yep. Um, I, I'm down on the Falcons after this past week. It, it really, Same. their lack of, um, ball control. Like, oh, I was going to say just their lack of, um, intelligent coaching was really Why'd on display. Why'd you go for two on a, yeah, one, yeah, like, well, one of the doing? most, mis- like, one of the most mismanaged ends to games I've ever yeah. seen. I was shocked that they had as many chances to win that game as they did. It was like two minutes left. They 
turned the ball over at midfield and somehow got it back like 20 seconds later. Right. And then they turned it over again, and then they got it back like 40 seconds later. It's like, that game should have been put away long before it was over. Yeah. And the fact that you're the Falcons, and you had probably, I think, probably five or six chances in under five minutes to take the lead in the game and, like, you know, hit, like, not hit, but, like, score a walk-off touchdown, so to speak. Multiple and you times. lost. Yeah. That, to me, was like, all right, that that now also, we're going to separate the men from the boys. Like, they, that's not a playoff Bijan team. Bijan Robinson has looked so good through the first five weeks, and then they just did not run the ball on the goal line. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, what are we doing? Like, he yeah. just, it was like, we're not going to give him the ball. Okay. Like, yeah, I just think right. they're a really poorly coached team, and that was on display. Um, I saw this thing that, that someone put out that said if um, if Tom Brady in his prime was the quarterback of the Falcons, they'd be a Super Bowl team. Yeah. No, I disagree. I actually I don't think that. they're that good. See, I think the Falcons' defense that is that good, and Brady can make anyone look like a good receiver. I, think, I, I agree. I think Brady can make anybody look good. They made, they made Chris the Falcon, Hogan look they like have, a great The receiver. Falcons have a lot of gaping holes in this team. I agree that offensive line is pretty bad. Like, it's pretty bad. Like, I don't think this would be a Super Bowl team with I Tom definitely Brady. think playoff contender, though. Yeah, but I think that's just the Tom Brady effect. But, like, I also, I don't know why someone tweeted that out. It was like a diss at um, Desmond Ritter. It's like, I don't think he's the problem. I think it's your fucking coach. Who, no, Desmond like, Ritter is definitely not the problem. He's like, not. I mean, also, you he's can't, not great, but, like. You can't fault a quarterback for throwing an interception on fourth and long because that's, that's your, like, Hail Mary play. Right. You know, that to me is not the mark of a bad quarterback. That to me is your coach mismanaged the, the game, game script. Yeah. And he put his quarterback in a shitty situation. In a bad spot. Yeah. It's a tough right. spot. So that to like, I don't think that, um, the quarterback is the problem in Atlanta at all. I think they need a new coach. One who's not a fucking, um, what do they call them? Nepo, ba- Nepo babies. I don't know. Like, you know, his, yeah, yeah, the yeah. FedEx thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his, like, dad invented FedEx or whatever. Really? Yeah. That's his thing? Yeah. Oh, I had no thing. idea. Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. So he doesn't have to, like, work a day in his life. So I guess give him props for being a football coach. He's not a good one. But <laughs> I guess I respect it. I'm pretty sure um, Madden Simulator have a better season than he's having. I like. could coach this team better. <laughs> I mean, just the play call. I, I know that, like, you know, it's tough to be an armchair quarterback, and everyone's like, oh, you can't put yourself in the shoes of an NFL coach. I if know you watch I'm not going for two when I'm down by right. eight. I think like. there are certain <laughs> situations where I absolutely would be a better coach than some NFL coaches. That might be a hot take, but I honestly think there are a lot of times where I, think you'd be better I than have Bill more right intel. Now, like, like, <laughs> Bill is off his rocker right now. Like. Maybe we should do like a TBR, like <laughs> we coach a team in Madden. And we do a series, like bring back like my Boomer Oakley days from like coaching in college, but like do it in Madden and see if we could have a better season as like coaches. And we don't play the games. We yeah. just, we manage the teams and then simulate the games and like watch them. Mm-hmm. And like, we see if we can compile a better team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay Kyle with Short with a fucking moonshot that was so foul, but I think it hit the roof. Beautiful. Beautiful. That literally hit the roof. Of the I, I was wearing an Eagles jersey. Well, makes sense. Phillies. Yeah, but still. Um, all right, next one. Uh, Lions, Ravens. Lions. Lions, yeah. I like the Lions in this one. I do as well. Um, they, look, they look, I said on the year. podcast last week that I don't believe in their ability to win on the road. They proved me long, wrong last week, yeah. so I'm going to back them on the road this week. I'll take yeah. the Lions I'll there. take the Lions in this one. I'm not- I saw some very idiotic things on TikTok this week. It was um, someone, one of the NFL players, I don't know if you saw this, it was the game in London. He was mic'd up, and he goes, Hey, he, he turns to his teammate. He goes, hey, don't you think um, the Ravens should be London's team instead of, like, the Jaguars? And the guy was like, maybe. I don't know. He goes, like Edgar Allan Poe. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. 
<laughs> the top comment is, well, Edgar Allan Poe's from Boston. Yeah, um, like... And, ev- and, like, I chimed into this comment section. No one understood what the guy who was saying the Boston thing meant. Everyone's like, yeah, but most of his works came from Baltimore. Like, the, the team name, the Ravens, is named after Edgar Allan Poe. Like, everyone was, like, shitting on the guy that said he's from Boston. Like, he, he died in Baltimore. Like, most of his work came from Baltimore. It's like, okay, he's not saying that... Yeah, Edgar yeah. Allan Poe isn't associated with the Ravens. What he's saying is that why the fuck would the Ravens be London's team yeah, if Edgar Allan like... Poe is American? <laughs> like, that was the point, and that's what I said. I, like, I was commenting. It was like so infuriating because everyone thought that the guy was saying Edgar Allan Poe should be associated with Boston and not right. Baltimore. What he was saying was Edgar Allan Poe isn't British. Like, so he's why would the Ravens yeah, not, be like, London's team? Everyone knows the Ravens are named after the poem. Like that's not yeah. that's not a mystery. Right. And everyone knows Edgar Allan Poe has like significant ties to Baltimore. That's not being disputed. Why would the Ravens be London's team? Yeah. If the author of and also, the, also, the Raven is from Boston, Massachusetts. Like Jacksonville is like loved there too. Like the Jaguars are like right. loved in London. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Like <laughs> I, I don't I don't get makes it. absolutely no sense. I don't get it. Uh, anyway, that oh, just that ground my gears. So by I just the need way, to talk about that. I'm just seeing commercial right now for the colors in this commercial look like the commander's colors. Yeah. I saw a movie the other day that had Dan Snyder in it. And that a was movie? a movie, like a motion picture. Yes, like a motion picture, like a talkie. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, one with words, you know, like on, on the big screen. Not but a it, silent film. No, not, not silent film. <laughs> but what was funny was it wasn't a sports movie. It was like something random, and he was just a like background. the actual guy is acting in it, or he's like no, being it's portrayed. It's him. It's like he's in. He's it. in it. Like it's bizarre. It's the most wild thing I've ever seen. Because I was just scrolling through movies, and I'm like. That kind of looks like Dan Snyder. And it was Dan Snyder. I'm like, no way. Like, the movie was terrible, by the way. Terrible. Like, Oh, did you watch it? I watched like 20 minutes of it. Okay. I, it was unbearable. 20 um, minutes too many. Yeah, 20 <laughs> minutes I can never get back. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, we're taking the Lions in this one. Taking the Lions. Next game, Steelers and Rams in L.A. Taking the Rams. Um, their ability to score, I think, outweighs the Pittsburgh way to score. And I think Pittsburgh does have the better defense going into this. But the, the two-headed monster of, of Nakua and Cup is crazy right now, yep. and I'd be, I'd be too stupid not to back that. I will also be taking the Rams. I do think they have to figure out how to balance those two guys a little bit. Um, I think the target share right now is probably not where they'd want for it to be. I think they want it to be 50, more 50-50. Yeah, I, th- you know, I think that right now they're treating it as like a one or the other. Like, And, and that's a great thing to have. Like if Cooper Cup's You have getting, the ability to have two yeah, receivers. If Cooper play. Cup's getting doubled, you know that Nakua is going to be open and vice versa. That's great. But I do think that the target share needs to be a little bit more evenly distributed because they're just way too talented of players for like to one not, to have a good yeah. game and one to not. You know, they should both be having consistent games. Uh, that being said, now that Cooper Cup's back, the Rams are like a serious threat in the NFC, I think. Um, and so yeah, such as Sean McVay, great coach. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, especially now that you're getting more parity with the Niners and the Eagles losing, I put the Rams right back in the conversation of like top five team. In the NFC, Yeah. Like this like, team could potentially make some noise like down the line. So, um, Hey, you never know. Oh, that's an absolute nuke. shot from oh the dot. No, 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 what? No. Caught at the wall. <laughs> shine, man. He's back. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I love the Rams. Um, Kind of at this point in the season, I think that they've scripted their 2023 season really well. Uh, I'm going to back them at home here as well. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams in this one as well. Uh, next one, Cardinals Seahawks. I like the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't. No, 
I do. Dude, the Seahawks are probably the most underrated team in the league right now. See, I think it's Cardinals. I really like Josh Dobbs, what he's done so far this year. I, I, I really respect that he's able to come into this role as a guy who everyone thought was going to be just a backup, throwaway, like wasn't going to make a huge difference, and he's looked good. So I, I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. Yeah, I got, I got the Seahawks. I just think Seahawks at home, they've been playing some really good football this year. They got the 12th man with the home field advantage. Kenneth Walker looks great. Kenneth Walker looks great. Um, they're, they're a much better team than people give them credit for. They will be a playoff team this year. Yeah, I just agree. Just like last year. Do, you know? Yeah. They were a wild card team and last they, they year. they ran into an absolute steamroll in the 49ers. Like, right. nothing you can do but about that. Like, they're, they're having a good season. Um, I know that this is an interdivision matchup, and so a lot of people will, will put a little bit more stock into that. I, I think the Seahawks I love are a much too, better right team. Now. Yeah, I think love they're the Gino. much better team. Um, so they write me off. Seahawks. I didn't write back, though. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the cards in this one, though. I, I, for almost no particular reason, I just, I don't know, I got a feeling I kind of like them in this one. Fair. Yeah, you got to ride your gut. Yeah. yeah that's it. The, the gut feeling is what's going to get you by. Give, give me those wins, you know? Yeah, like. exactly. Um, I got the Seahawks. Uh, next game, Packers and Broncos. Broncos are at home. Uh, Packers. I like the Packers. I, it's I a tough one for me. I can't pick the Broncos right now. Hate to sound like a talking head, but you know the air up in Denver is different. It is different. But that that plays a factor yeah. when you're talking about you know teams going into Denver. Um, we we did just watch them get absolutely dismantled two weeks ago by a team. But they played the Chiefs. No, no, no I'm not talking about that one. The one before. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Yes. By the Jets, like of all people. This is really tough for me. Um. Yeah, I'll take the Packers as well. All right. Sort of reluctantly, I'll take the Packers. I'm sure it'll come back to haunt both of us. Dude, we've, we've taken like almost every road team. That's crazy. We should do a road key. parlay this year. Dude, road imagine. dogs. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not picking them home dogs in this one. No. Them road dogs. Um, next game. This is actually, like you said, this is probably going to be the game of the week. Chargers and Chiefs. I this is always a weird one. Okay, let's talk. Like, let's talk about the Chargers woman too for a second. Oh yeah, that, that's so interesting to me. Did you see that she was at the the uh, Vikings game too? Though? Yeah, dude, she's that's obviously weird, a fucking right? bandwagon. Like that's weird, right? Think like, she's think she's being planted by the NFL for PR, or do you think she's just a crazy wants attention? Um, if she wants attention, then she got it. Like she she got it on the broadcast. Successful. I think she's a plant by the NFL though. Because they brought her on the show the next day, um, like first take or whatever it was. Yeah, and she sounded so PR trained. Like yeah. she sounded like yeah, everything she was, like, she was saying. If they yeah. brought me on, I'd be like, oh my god, thank you for having. Like I would be losing. Like she's like claims to be like this huge NFL fan. She's talking with four NFL legends and analysts, and she just is super calm. Well, did you hear like, the thing about um, how her allegedly her son plays for the Vikings? No. So that's what her excuse was for being at the Vikings game and like you know wearing Ooh. the wearing the jersey. No one knows. It's like, okay, well, there's no one on there's the no Vikings. Evidence, there's like, no one on the Vikings with your last name. You haven't said who it is. And also, also, <laughs> like, how did you go to the Vikings game and then go to the Chargers game? Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Pick a team. Like, if your son's – are you a diehard Chargers fan? Or are you, like, if you're – Well, son, also, it doesn't – like, none of her story adds up because she said she's been a season ticket holder for the Chargers for 20 years. And, like, someone, like – Someone went back and like basically debunked her story. Said like, first of all, when the Chargers like relocated a bunch of times, like that changed like a lot of stuff. Like yeah. they were in San Diego for a while. Like, were you a season ticket holder in San, San Diego? Diego? Yeah. Like, like, like she said, she's like lived in L.A. her whole life I'm and has so been a Chargers fan. It's like, okay, well, the Chargers haven't been in L.A. your whole hey, life. Hey, at least it's not Taylor Swift anymore, though. You know what I mean? No, I'd rather but, Taylor Swift, dude. That woman was pissing me off the whole game. They kept. You know that to, like, you know that like TikTok sound of like the monster. I don't even know. It's I I can't like try and replicate it, 
but it's like this TikTok sound that was like really popular during COVID, and it's like of like it's like a really weird like toned monster kind of noise of like heavy breathing and stuff. She looked like that's what she would sound like when she was making those dumbass faces during the game. I think the I think the thing for me was that it was so like. If she wasn't a plant, you know what I mean. Like, if she, if, like, if she wasn't a plant, then she had arguably the greatest NFL experience any fan could ever have. And when she went on that first take show, she just actually she didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, she pissed me off. Yeah, just, I I stopped watching the game because they just kept showing her. And because I've of that, never seen someone overreact more to a meaningless Monday Night Football game than yeah. her. I go ballistic at Bruins playoff games. I'll go to a Bruins regular season game and get into it this past weekend. Had a little bit of jarring back and forth with the people behind me. A, b- a bantamite. <laughs> but, um, but I've never been that amped up for a sporting event in my life. J- never. Play by play, too. Like, in this right. Like, like, like a, a first run, down. A two-yard run. Like, <gasps> seems so like, fake. Seems so manufactured to me. I really hope that we never have to see her again. It was a little annoying. I can't lie. And it was great. It was sweet justice that the Chargers ended up Loser. Literally pissing down their legs and losing that game. It's the Chargers. Right, and I loved it. They kept showing this fucking woman every and five seconds, think, and then the Chargers lose the game. I it's like, ha, that worked. That, I think because of that, I'm taking the Chiefs. Oh, I'd take the Chiefs even if this woman didn't exist. Yeah, but <laughs> now I just want the, I just want the Chargers to lose. The Chiefs are just the better team. Although the Chargers have had the Chiefs number the past couple of years, and I always kind of... That's why it's always a good game. I always right. think these teams will split, but I think the Chiefs are going to win I think Chiefs game. win this Chiefs one. are at home, too, I think. Oh, we're not we're not riding the road dogs here. Nah, <laughs> tough tough day for the road dogs. You know. Um, all right, next dogs. game. Honestly, this rivals game of the week. Sunday night football. Oh yeah, Dolphins Eagles See, in Philly. I think that's the regular like four o'clock game that we talked about before. This the regular like normal time game of the week. This is the game of the week though for like all of football. Yep. And Monday night's good too. We haven't talked about it yet, but it's a good game too. Um, I'm taking the Eagles in this one though. Same. I, I I just think they're. I'm I am falling victim to like the Philly sports thing right now. I really am. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, I love watching people Philly hate play, Philly like, sports fans, and like I get it, bro, but they're like us. they're us, literally. Yeah, they're us, they're and, us. and I also like, like I don't think that there's a direct Boston and Philly sports like rivalry. No, like between I the do, fan bases, yeah. I have never felt that there's like a contentious relationship they with us like, and Philly sports fans. They don't like us, but none of our teams play in the same conference. You know what I mean? Well, I also I like even, yeah, right. We never get to see them, but even when we do, I've never felt like it's like the as Sixers contentious. Maybe. The Sixers, maybe that like the fandom. I'm saying I've yeah, never yeah, felt yeah. like the fan relationship has ever like been as contentious as like. Boston in New York, or Boston in Toronto, Montreal, or like, like, yeah, Boston in Montreal, Boston in Tampa. Like, I, I really, I don't know. For some reason, I'm okay being like a closeted supporter of Philly sports right now. Personally, I'm not a huge supporter of their of the Flyers or the Sixers, but I love the Phillies. Like, I love watching them in the playoffs. I love the Phillies. I love their the Eagles. Atmosphere is absurd. And then I, I just love Jason Kelsey, so it's like <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta root Jason Kelsey. This on. also to me like has the make like Sunday night has the makings of one of those things where it will be like shootout, just great well, game, like yes. But what I was gonna say was like it'll be like a Monday morning ESPN post where it's like what a week for Phil or what a weekend for Philly sports. It'll be like Saturday Phillies win, Sunday Eagles win, Flyers win. Like all the t- it'll yeah, be like a yeah, graphic yeah. of like every team. That plays in Philly. Like, you know when sometimes that happens when it's like all the Everybody teams in a city wins it's like... and then like something else will happen great to the city, you know? I, for some reason, I'm foreseeing that happening. So I, maybe I'm falling victim a little bit to like this like, also, Philly fandom AJ thing. AJ Brown, absolute dog. Like, yeah. what a player. Like, yeah. I, 
underused talent in Tennessee, but so talented. And he was great in Tennessee. And he was great, <laughs> but man, what a talent, you know? Like, yeah. It's crazy. So I'll, I'll take the Eagles in this one. Same here. It's going to be a shootout, though. 38-35 I got. Oh, I got 40s. 40s? Yeah. The thing is, these two teams have good defenses, too. Not bad. I just think their offenses outweigh their defenses. The thing that I think, I think that this is going to be reminiscent, and this is where my problem with the Dolphins is right now. This is going to be reminiscent of the Dolphins-Bills game. Started out as a shootout back and forth, and then the Dolphins literally fell on their faces, and the Bills ran away with it. I think it's going to be similar. And I kind of hope that happens. I love watching the Eagles just trample teams. I just, like, like, I look at this game, and honestly, I'm like, oh, the Dolphins could easily win this game. But they have yet to prove to me that they can beat a team, like, of that caliber, you know? Like, when they, the only time they did it, when they played against the Bills... Yikes. Not and, a good and they, performance. And I'm like, I know the I know Dolphins has to be in the comments like, oh, we put up 70 on the Broncos. It's the Broncos. It's the Broncos, it's yeah. like the Bears beat the – like almost beat the Broncos. Like, right. Okay, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's like, where it's like if this is later in the season and the Dolphins have a couple more like, you know, significant wins under their belt, like impressive wins where they actually had to beat like competitive I teams, them. I would definitely consider picking them. Look, I'm considering picking them now. I'm not gonna. No. Um because I just I, I think Philly edges them here just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, and this honestly, this could be a Super Bowl preview. I'd go as far to say it might be. I'm big on the Dolphins, like in the long run. I think they're gonna fit. Like if Tua can play on the field the full season, the, yeah, yes, he has to stay healthy. Um, I think they're well coached. I also think that they're very well rounded on both sides of the ball. Um, they're you know they script games very well. You know, if you if you kind of yeah. watch their gameplay, like a look, sound game. Look, like, they started down fourteen to the Panthers. It was one of those games where there was never. Oh, a, I hammered the. Dolphins I was gonna say there was never a down. there like, was never a doubt in my mind that the Dolphins were gonna come back, and they played it perfectly. They slow played it. I know um, it was, like, it was a game, gradual like, oh, victory. Back, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was a gradual victory for sure. But um, but yeah, like if they can continue with that style of play throughout the entire season. You get a couple soft playoff matchups, which is kind of bound to happen in the AFC this year. Like, of course. You have the two juggernauts that are probably going to go at it again, like Chiefs-Bills probably are going to... Chiefs-Bills-Dolphins, that's pretty much it this year. Yeah, like, but like... Bengals if look mid. But I'm saying, if like the Bengals could win their division. If you're the Dolphins, you get a wild card team, right, to start it off. Right. You can easily get through a wild card team. You could end up seeing like the Bengals or the Browns or the Ravens or one of those teams, like... The, the Dolphins could, like, sneakily make their way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, which would be kind of huge. They haven't won a Super Bowl since the 70s. Right. So And, and the Eagles, you know, won one a couple of years ago. But they were in it last year. You know, it's like it's – that'd be a great Super Bowl, honestly. Like, it would be a really good Super Bowl. Like, I would invite that, too. I would definitely invite that. You know where there's some Super Bowl matchups where it's like, oh, fuck, again, 49ers and, and Chiefs again? Yeah. Like, I would invite Dolphins I would, and Eagles. I'd, I'd be rooting for the Eagles in that one, though. I don't know who I'd be rooting for. I, I couldn't root for the Dolphins. I'd root for a good fan. football game. Yeah, I just want everyone. I'd be like Rob Lowe in the in the stands with the NFL hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just be rooting for football. Go football team! Exactly. Like. Yeah, um, but I got the Eagles on Sunday. Yeah, night I got football. the Eagles as well. So. All right, let's wrap this up. One final game: uh, Monday Night Football, 49ers and Vikings. It's 49ers. It's Niners. If Justin Jefferson was playing, I might. And if Justin Jefferson was playing, and McCaffrey would still be out, which I think he is going to be out for this one. I think just in terms of, like, he's so injury-prone, I wouldn't want to put him right back in. Um, but I'm taking the Niners in this one. Um, I hope Justin Jefferson has a speedy recovery because he is arguably the greatest receiver in football right now. 
And, um, and yeah, I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking the Niners. I still think they're the best team in football. You've been saying this whole pick'em season that you have yet to find a flaw. I think we found our first this past weekend. Injuries. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's the kicker. Yeah. You got to make a kick. Yeah. Look, he hadn't been tested all season because no. they weren't in positions where they and needed to. they were always to. steamrolling. Right. You got to make kicks in this league. You it, you have one fucking job, and I know that's easy for if me to have, say. If you have Justin Tucker in the situation, they win that game. Right. If you, you have, you have you know, one Nick job. Folk in that situation, they probably win that game. No, and that's like that's something to keep an eye on because, like, like we said in the playoffs, you're gonna need a kicker to. And to can he handle that pressure? Kicks. And it didn't look like he could. Dude, that was a chip shot too. There's no reason he should have missed that. Kick. There were times that my when you go out into like a football field, and not you know not that I could go play in the NFL, but I can kick a 35 yard field goal. It pretty consistently. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like, you know, 99 times out of 100, I make that kick. Mm-hmm. It's not that far. It no. looks far on TV. And wasn't it's it really not. That? It was like 30 yards. Was it? Yeah. I was going to say, because they, they got into field goal territory with two minutes, and then they kept driving closer it's, and closer. It's literally not that bad. I will like, say, though, Brock Purdy pl- proved that he can run the two-minute drill like nobody beautifully else. Beautifully done. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Put put them into field goal range within like 30 seconds. March down I the field. Like just... I'm, and Amazing. that's the other thing is if, if Moody makes that kick, we're talking about a completely different narrative now. Yeah. We're like, oh, my God, there's nothing this team can't do. Brock Purdy, like, runs the two-minute drill. Like, what a comeback. Like, then it would really be like there is no flaw. There right? is no flaw. now. They're, like, but now they got two dudes injured. I'm not saying cut the kicker, but I hope he was at practice this week working you've on got, his 30-plus yarders. You've got Debo, McCaffrey, and Trent Williams out. Going into a tough matchup against the Vikings. If they had Justin Jefferson, I would say they would win, but I just can't. That's generous to call the Vikings a tough matchup, honestly. I a just don't see it. A tough matchup only because as, 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 with Justin Jefferson. If they had Justin Jefferson. Right. Because he can put up – he casually puts up – Even so, though, with him, they've struggled this year. The Vikings are just are just having an off year. I think it's the Niners, and it's a no-brainer for I'm me. taking Niners plus 10, like by 10 points. What a, we should ha- ride like a road dog parlay because we took so many road, road teams. teams. It's like – it's, it's insane. Um, all right, but that was the week seven pick them. Um, I don't have anything else. Anything else from you? No, just as always, if you think we're idiots, get that out in the comments. We'd love yeah, to go make that. a burner account. Follow your personal account and then let us know how you feel. Yeah, so we can ban you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blocked um, and reported, baby. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you boys so much for yeah. listening to episode 129 of the Booth Review Podcast. We'll be back this weekend to recap some wiffle ball athletics and Braves ALDS coming up. Stay tuned for that. But thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Cause you're the fire of Carolina and Oklahoma too. The stars of San Luis ain't burning bright as you. You're the waves crashing down on the eastern coast. And the day's cooling off and the summertime's close. I lost faith in the world a long time ago.